Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Daybreak Crypto. Uh, Max, let's get right into it. We're talking NFTs today. So let's kick things off. Here's the thing. I think you know quite a bit more about NFTs than I do. So I want to ask you a few questions. Uh, Look, I've heard from people, including Keanu Reeves, actually, that NFTs are nothing more than a joke. They're ridiculous. They don't make sense. But I've heard from other people that they represent a breakthrough technology in digital asset ownership, bringing it more in line with real asset ownership. So in order for us to try to find out or for me to figure out what where the truth actually lies, why don't you help me out by first explaining what the hell an NFT is and what that what an NFT means? Yeah, um, that's it's funny you say that. Uh, that is a very common criticism. Um, a lot of people have very polar opposite views on NFTs, um, and I'll kind of get into that. But just f- at the ground floor level, an NFT stands for non fungible token. Um, all that really means is that it's it's not an an easily interchangeable. Um, item so it's like a value of data a digital value of data that's not easily exchanged so like bitcoin has like a actual index uh price that you know you can sell it for at any time an nft is unique in the sense it doesn't have a broad market that you can price it at so therefore it's non-fungible we all have different values for what we think it could be worth and that's just kind of generally what it means in this context so it the thing about non-fungible tokens is the concept is kind of abstract and hard to understand I think that's why people kind of can have totally different views on it, because based on their level of understanding of what an NFT is and what it does, they can have completely different views on, you know, the usability and the legitimacy of it. Okay. Um, so before we kind of get into maybe demystifying the the opinions on it, I, I want to just pin down what they are, because from my experience, it seems like whenever see people talk about NFTs, they're talking about pictures. For example, your profile picture here in the Daybreak Crypto uh, podcast is, it looks like a guy with a little smoke in front of his face. I'm pretty sure that's an NFT you bought. So is that what they are? Are they pictures? Are they something more? Yeah. I mean, an NFT can be a picture. Um, it can also be a lot more. Um, right now, it seems that these profile pictures and art are the main use case for NFTs. Um, but there's there's definitely more to NFTs that you can do with them. Um, I mean, there's there's really, a, it's almost endless what you can do, but, and I'll kind of get into it a little bit later, but, you know, you can use these things for ownership, to prove ownership, and that can go a long way. That can go outside of the art world, right? I mean, I can think of things like real estate, um, things that are very hard now to, know who a property owner is there's lots of title transferring and legal red tape you have to go through to transfer that title imagine a a place where you could have it digitized on an nft and when you send that nft the title is transferred free and clear and there's a blockchain to back that up there's no confusion who owns that property it's very clear in the blockchain who owns that property and when it was transferred so you can kind of see where and this goes beyond real estate and I, i will get into that a little bit but the idea is so much broader than just the picture. I think the pictures are the easiest use case right now because with, with things like art, um, it's hard to have value if anyone can just own it, right? If anyone can get a piece of it, the value is diluted and NFTs can kind of solve that. Okay. 
So you've mentioned a few times about selling. And so I know that you, you've bought an NFT. Let's say I want to buy the one that you have right now, the, your avatar. Uh, what, is, what does that look like? Is there a marketplace for the actual trading of these NFTs once they're purchased and created? So there is. Um, and right, actually today there will be a Stash is actually launching, which is the secret networks um, marketplace. And that's basically like an exchange for NFTs. You can go list them. You can bid on them. Uh, It's kind of almost like an eBay for these NFTs, Um, which I think is kind of cool. But I just kind of wanted to go back quick to the the whole idea of the pictures. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of people wonder, why would I want to buy that? You know, why would I want to buy a picture that anyone could have? And, And that's kind of a big subject in NFTs. That I kind of want to address. Yeah. Well, then let's let's go there because the reality is, is if I wanted to, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I could take that picture of yours, uh, right click save as, and I could just paper over my face and the sunglasses here, and I could just use yours. Correct. So that undermine the value yeah. of your NFT. Yeah. I mean, and and that's the thing that that can be viewed in in a few different ways, in my opinion. And this is a common criticism. I think it's a fair criticism to an extent. So there's two ways of looking at this, right? You have the example of like the Mona Lisa, right? I can go print off or buy a copy of the Mona Lisa and I can hang it in my house, but it doesn't have the value of the Mona Lisa. It's not the true Mona Lisa. It's whoever owns the true Mona Lisa. I'm assuming it's an art, you know, in some sort of, you know, art museum. It is owned by them verifiably you know they own it they know they they have the original piece and they can prove that so that has value a copy of it doesn't so you can make the same argument for nfts and the cool thing with nfts is they are on a blockchain and so you can prove ownership of them which adds the value so to that point you you could right click and save it but you don't own it right you you have a picture of it but you don't own the item no one would buy it from you because it has no value now you could also kind of spin that and say you know wouldn't it be nice though if you could have some privacy so they couldn't just right click and save and there's definitely merit to that i mean if you think about a traditional art gallery or a private collection you have to pay to get in or you'd have to have some sort of connection to the people to see the art um that's kind of what an nft does it's almost like you can allow certain people to see it but that's only possible if you use a private NFT, which are just being developed right now by the secret network. Before the secret network, there really was no way where you could decide who could see who owns the NFT or, or you know, who you really can. Everything was public. So really anyone could take it. And there's no way for you to keep it private if you wanted to. And that's a big issue with art. Oh, so for me, I think I have a different perspective because I think the idea of privatizing art, keeping it away from the public eye, I think that kind of undermines uh, what you see with museums in the real world, uh, trying to make great art less accessible to the public. I think that goes against, um, I don't know if you want to call it democratic or egalitarian, but um, I don't know if I agree with privatizing art so much, to be honest. So. Yeah, and, I, and I, I can understand that, but think about it from an artist's perspective. If you're an artist and you make one-of-one one paintings or one-of-one one artwork, and they're very valuable, and you want to sell to a private collector, and, they were, and they're going to pay millions of dollars, 
they may want to just display that in their own home. Or maybe they only want to show it to their close friends. Or maybe they only want to send it on private art shows that only the elite are allowed to see. Well, they can, they can decide that by being able to make the artwork private. Just like any artwork you'd own personally, you can lock it up in a you know, safety deposit. You could put it in your house. You could display it for everyone to see. But it's your choice as the owner. Right now in NFTs, you don't have a choice unless you have a secret NFT. Okay. And I can actually get into one quick example here because um, it's very relevant yeah, to yeah, today, um, today's kind of culture. So I don't know if you've heard about it, but Quentin Tarantino recently um, partnered with Secret Network to do a NFT. And this NFT will be seven uncut um, scenes, um, unseen scripts, and commentary by Quentin Tarantino himself about Pulp Fiction. Now, what makes these so valuable is that no one's ever seen them, right? This is one of the greatest directors and creators of our time. And he has these scripts and commentary about Pulp Fiction, you know, a cult classic movie. And everyone wants to see these. There's a lot of value to that. But if they're private, he can auction them off to individual buyers. And now there's real value because only they know this information. And so if someone else wants to know this information, they have to buy it from you. Or you could decide as the owner to display it for everyone to see. But that kind of takes away the value, right? Because now everybody is seeing these scenes. They're not really rare anymore. You're, you're losing value by making it public. So that's, there is a place, in my opinion, where privacy is needed in art. Okay. Um, so I, I'm going to throw my own uh, take out here because I do follow it. It's it's uh, it's impossible not to if you're in crypto. While the idea itself certainly makes sense, uh, while there's a bunch of different ways to execute it, like you went through, there is a little element of annoying hype beast culture around NFTs that I think tends to turn me off. And I wouldn't be surprised if it turns a lot of other people off too. And I wonder... Are, are artists really being empowered at this point, or is this just a bunch of people that are getting into a space to try to scream the loudest, try to make as much money as possible? Is that is that a too pessimistic of a view, do you think? No. I, I mean, I think the overall view is too pessimistic in the sense that, you know, that the energies won't have their their place. Um, but I do agree with what you're saying. I think the culture around NFTs right now is very very toxic and, and loud. Like you said, it's not really about what the NFT provides in terms of utility. It's really about people, just like you said, advertising, marketing until it gets enough traction that it creates value. It's almost this FOMO value, right? Um, but I do think there is a place for these, for NFTs and it's collectors, right? Just like anything, people, if there's limited supply, will collect it to create value. You look at you know, baseball cards and stuff like that. There's a piece of cardboard printed, right? Some of them, the Honus Wagner card sells for $2.5 million. Why? Because it's valuable, because it's rare. There's not many in circulation. So many of these NFT projects only mint, you know, 5,000, 10,000 of these things. So that's right now may seem like a lot, but if NFTs get mass adoption and we have billions of people and you have 10,000 from a collection that's maybe from the original set, that could be valuable in the future. But right now, we just don't know. And I think the use cases for NFTs are in its infancy. I think this is almost the, 
you know, kind of phase where you start to explore the ideas, the concepts, um, you kind of get that adoption. And then as people start to adopt it, they'll kind of see the broader view of NFTs and what they can bring to our overall world in terms of, you know, benefits to things outside of art, like gaming, um, real estate, domain names. And then I could even briefly get into the idea of fractionalized NFTs, which create a whole new different world of opportunities. Okay. Um, so we have about time for one more question. Uh, why don't you tell us, what are you looking forward to next? What, is there a specific mint or a specific run of an NFT? Uh, what's on your radar? So right now, I'm probably most excited for the Tarantino NFTs. So I kind of mentioned those. Um, they're, it's just a really cool, unique concept. And I, I think it's awesome. I, I would love to own a piece of history, um, you know, like, like a script from Pulp Fiction or a, a digitized prop or, or mm -hmm. own commentary from Quentin Tarantino himself on his thought process as he thinks through one of the greatest movies of all time, in my opinion. Um, so to me, that's a really, that's a project that yeah. has true value. I heard um, and, and I think, I think uh, it, once people kind of see mm -hmm. how that, that goes down, I think a lot more people will be open to the idea of NFTs. Um, and just, I'll quickly wrap this up, but, You'll see a lot of people talking about this uh, Board Ape Yacht Club or uh, CryptoPunks, and they're they're selling for millions of dollars, and that's that's amazing. It's that's awesome for the NFT space. It's getting exposure. Um, artwork is being sold. That's cool. But at the end of the day, it's I think again we're just this is us learning the concepts. So there's going to be these weird markets, these kind of you know learning times where nothing or this doesn't necessarily make sense to us but in the future i think people will start to see the true use for nfts okay so a little more proof of concept stage right now but uh could be a lot to yeah. come so and then appreciate it well, and i just want to make one thing very clear to people because i don't think this is made clear when you're purchasing stuff on a blockchain it is not private so one issue with NFTs right now is that when you purchase an NFT on Ethereum, for example, people can see that on the blockchain and they can see who's buying them. So one big issue right now that I'm seeing is very, some really smart people are actually just following the data or following the money. And they're kind of using that to artificially inflate prices or make money quick. So what they can do is they can see, let's say, a whale, we call them. So it's someone who has accumulated a lot of wealth in crypto, specifically for example, in Ethereum, they've accumulated enough Ethereum that they have, you know, they're like a millionaire. So really what that means is they have a lot of influence and, and can spend a lot of cash to make markets move. Well, that means when they go buy an NFT, everyone can see it on the blockchain and they can go buy that same NFT or same collection because they know it's going to be worth something. So the one, I just wanted to point that out because secret network is something that people don't hear about enough, but it actually allows you to have some privacy. So when you own an NFT or you buy or sell an NFT, it's not viewable to any person who wants to see it. It's private, just like you're making a transaction through your bank. So I want to get that out there because it's not well known and I really think it should be. All right. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan of Secret Network. Well, there it is. There's your daily dose of crypto from the Crypto Chemistry uh, crew. Uh, we'll see you on Monday for the next episode of Daybreak Crypto. Thanks, everyone.